gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a two-eight. It was just a two-eight. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So you are we kissing sisters, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. When it comes to FIFA, this guy's 68. We're going to have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's not. It looks like a heron shat all over it. You guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now, all right? You gotta understand, Kevinto. This, this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to our season preview show. It is February 20th, 2024. We are less than 24 hours away from the season kicking off, really. Well, it's 10 o'clock right now. So 24 hours from now. We'll be done with the game. We'll be driving home. That's what I'm about to say. 24 hours from now, I'll be driving home. You'll be standing there waiting for, like, Robbie Robinson to wave at you or something. And uh, we'll be... Getting ready to go ahead and start our first post-game show of the season. So very exciting. Uh, as always, I am joined here by Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? I was looking for my Marlins, like, one number one uh, little, you know, foam hand. But I couldn't find it because there's one day left until the game, until the season Less starts. Less than And Ham Hammy's asking, who are we cooking today, Hammy? Listen, I know it's not going to be Chris Hendo. Because Hendo's moving bricks. He's been cooking. Well, I guess we could start there if you want. Um, a couple of days ago, it felt like everybody was up in arms, right? Like What's you saw all everybody? the Orlando fan accounts getting all excited. You saw yeah. some Inter-Miami accounts getting really nervous. Like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? We're not compliant. Oh, my God, we're going to have to sell off Luis Suarez and Sergio Busquets. And, and Kremaki isn't going to be like, relax. We told you. Like, this is we knew this was happening. We knew that we were going to be compliant by Thursday. I'm sorry, by Tuesday. I'm sure Chris Henderson also knew that he had to be compliant by Tuesday. Absolutely. No surprise there. We also, when the season ended last year, we knew there's a good chance that either Gregory or Mota doesn't come back. We both thought that Robert Taylor wouldn't come back, and it seems like he made the cut. And we yeah. thought Yedlin wouldn't be back. He has also here for now. Like nothing here has surprised absolutely anyone. So just relax and enjoy the ride because the season finally gets started tomorrow. Welcome to welcome Alabi to uh, to the program watching from Nigeria, Vice City oh, Lucas. Okay. Good evening, and uh, eventually we'll find uh, we'll find Joe somewhere around here. Yeah, all right, in, and in uh, and like Steve Munoz said, Henderson masterclass. There was never a doubt that this was gonna we were gonna be compliant. I don't understand why anybody even made it's clickbait, and I hope everybody's ready. Because right now, Inter Miami, uh, oh yeah, yes, and uh, we're gonna have to. We, we, actually, I'll send out the link in the chat. Give me a couple minutes to set it up, and then I'll send the link in the chat for everybody to join the Discord. Um, I forgot, I lost my train of thought. Oh, get ready, because this season, everybody wants Miami to fail. Everyone, absolutely, every MLS fan base. There's journalists that for some reason are hating, and there's also journalists that know that this is clickbait. And look. 
I like Tom Bogertz. He was with us last month. Cool guy. But he knew what he was doing when he said some anonymous, you know, whatever front office people from opposing teams said that they might not be compliant. And, you know, come on. You knew that that was clickbait. You knew what you were doing there, Tommy boy. You knew it. And, and everybody ate it up like and expect this to keep happening. Just wait. You know, eventually we're going to lose two games in a row. Just wait. Two games in a row. Everybody's going to say Messi's unhappy. Luis Suarez is ready to go play in Uruguay. Like, just just expect it to happen and just know that we're going to come out on top in the end anyway. This is the golden comment right here by Steve Munoz. I mean, you are the Don of Cafecitos here. 100%. Even Inter-Miami fans want Inter to fail. And look, I mean, I get it, right? It looked kind of scary at some point. but, But no, okay, you have to understand. Like, you have to give Chris Henderson some time to cook. Right. And this is coming from a person that was literally hating on Chris Anderson like a couple months back. Like he's shown nothing but pure examples of how he's been able to make things happen with limited capacities from like every single angle, from every thing, every way that you can ever think of. So Jason L mentioning people just going to hate because they'd be mad. And, you know, I get it. So uh, Danny just uh, punched in the Discord link, guys. So if uh, for those of you that want to join in on the Discord action, there it is. Hang yeah, just go ahead us. and click on that, and uh, and that's where we'll be uh, chatting it up with all the other Inter Miami fans. And uh, this is gonna be all the teams on there, right? We got the Marlins here. We got a bunch of channels. We got Inter Miami and Espanol. If you want to go ahead, talk some Espanol Inter Miami. We got we got a little bit of everything on there, and, and hopefully it continues to grow little by little. And you'll get some exclusive content like me cooking in a, a barbecue, making chicken, sausage, and asparagus. Guys, you can't right. get that anywhere else. That's right. right. You, you did drop that today. All right. Yeah. Uh, right. And, uh, and Tank is asking, if we're new to the MLS, Henderson made the Seattle Sounders dynasty that they were. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little different. And I think it's only different because the expectations, because Messi's here, that you have other fans that aren't accustomed to the MLS rules that are kind of spazzing out. No pun intended, because they're kind of worried that, hey, why don't we have an, an all-star back line? Why don't we have an all-star midfield? So I, I think that that's why it's viewed a little differently. But, you know, uh, they'll get accustomed to it. And for everybody that's doubting into Miami this year, I want you to tell me a team that matches up and you put the, the starting 11 for both teams side to side. I get it. Into Miami doesn't have a strong defense. That's fine. But when you put them side to side with any other team – Tell me that you, you don't think that it's Miami has a chance to beat every single team. Like, come on. Like, everybody that's discounting them to win any – I don't say that they're going to win all four or five or how many they're playing for, but to say that you're discounting them from winning all of them, I think it's a – Well, it's kind of it's kind of like knee-jerk reaction deal, no? Like saying that we've got no shot. Like, I mean, come on. We literally have Messi, Busi, Alba, Luis Suarez – and aside from that, we have a ton of other players that can contribute big time. So, and we're going to go through all that this episode. Trust yes, me. Yes, you guys yes, yes. I'm and, not going to want to miss it. And the CCC has already begun. Uh, Nashville plays, I forgot the name of the Dominican team that they play against, but they play on Thursday and again on next Wednesday. And whoever wins the that, uh, that I guess, two legs of, of the first round of the CCC is who we're going to play on March 6th. So uh, that's that's. Good to know that that started also. Thank you, Mocha, for uh, your sword that uh, that helped me out there. All right, so a lot to get to with this preview. I don't know where you want to start, Chris, because we want to touch up on a little bit of everything, preview, and talk about a little bit of Inter-Miami overall. Uh, oh, well, 
good yeah go ahead no 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 you go ahead you go ahead okay uh just real quick uh i just saw tommy one time jump on here um i was talking to tommy one time because tommy one time does scarves and spikes <laughs> an atlanta united uh, podcast check them out check them out and we were talking because I was talking to him about Franco Escobar. For those of you that don't know, Franco Escobar is who we're rumored to sign. He plays right back for Houston. Uh, shout out to Joe, who is also a Houston fan. Uh, I don't know if Joe's still in here. But everybody's assuming that he's coming over to play right back. But when I was talking to Tommy one time, he told me that he spent a lot of time playing center back under Tata in Atlanta. So what I'm thinking, and shout out Tariq. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um for those, go ahead, go uh, what I'm thinking is that there's a good chance that Franco Escobar is coming here to play center back. I have a feeling that he might be coming here not to play right back. I think he might be coming here to play center back to fill in some of that depth that we need. I mean, we got Freire, but he's already injured. He might not play tomorrow already. I think that he might come in. And also, Tommy one time told me what Franco's nickname was in Atlanta. Do you want to take a, a guess? What his? I'll give you one guess. I'll give you one the guess. The Terminator. No. Okay. His nickname apparently was Playoff Franco. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's so sexy. apparently good defensively and also can contribute offensively also. Apparently he was scoring bangers during that playoff run that they had when they won the championship. So uh, let's see. If we get him, I have a feeling that we might get more depth at center back. And and I want to just be able to mention this because Tariq came in with the what is this the super super slam, the super chat super chat super chat <laughs> yes so uh, Tariq shout out to you. Uh, one thing that I want to mention about this comment specifically not after the not losses, just, and not well look the thing is I, this is one thing not just because it's a super slam okay but because this is the way that a lot of people are starting to think especially people that came on board. After Messi came on to Inter Miami, a lot of people are really starting to grow to this organization. I mean, we got Rohan, we got a bunch of other people, uh, Clara. There's, I mean, there's so many people that I, I just it can't come to the top of my mind. But so many people that are really out here like supporting the team and really wanting the team to succeed. Not, I mean, obviously because Messi's a big deal, you know. But to be able to have that contribution, that's great. That's great. Hundred so, percent. And look, right, at the, uh, yes, you're absolutely right, Joe Shaw, because we'll be back. All right. Um, so, and, and again, shout out. And I hope, Tariq, I, I appreciate the love. I really hope that you join us after some losses also because yes. those end up being the funnest shows. One, because the chat is upset. They're overreacting. And, uh, and Richard Greenberg joins us from Las Vegas, I think, or is he back in Toronto? So uh, well, we, we appreciate everybody joining us. All right. So where are we starting, Chris? So one of the things that you mentioned, I, I think we talked a little bit about it, but not too much, and you put it on the on the show sheet, was away supporters' prices. And I found that interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tariq just said that he, he, he quoted your super slams. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. And so uh, you, you mentioned something about away supporter prices. I haven't looked at the supporter prices for away, for away traveling uh, fans. Okay. Is that something well, that you kind of picked up on? Yes, and, and I'll show you right now. So I don't know how much there we go, RSL. I don't know if RSL fans how much they got charged. We should have asked uh, Alex. By the way, yeah. Alex was out in uh, a drive. Well, not sorry, not Drive Pink, Chase Stadium today with his Diego Gold Diego hair. 
jumping up trying to cover up into Miami signs. So good for him having fun out here. He left his like 10 wives back uh, in, in Salt Lake. Um, so I don't know how much they paid, but Orlando fans were posting pictures of how much they're getting charged for their away seats here at Chase Stadium. And they put up this picture. Look at that right there. Section 127, which is the away support side section, all the way on, on that corner. And they're getting paid, charged $250 per ticket. Now, my understanding is usually for the away section that they give, like the away teams, they usually try to give them a fair price. $250. Absolutely. That's steep. Like, I'm not hating it, but that's steep. That's absolutely awful. I mean, you yeah. want the away fan to come and have some sort of an experience, right? But, I mean, at the same time, geez, 250 bucks. And shout out to Joe Kerr all the way from North Korea flying on his uh, <laughs> helicopter jet. <laughs> shout out to you, bro. You need to be dropping some super slams. Go ahead. And, and yes. Tariq, just, Tariq just pointed out he will be here after losses also. So yes. much appreciated. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, it's Steve Munoz. Listen, shout out to you. Look, those pesos will get us a cafecito. Okay. Man, and, 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 and we can and, share and look, that. I, I don't, and let me tell you something. We appreciate it. We're not asking for it. If you guys feel the, the we appreciate it, Don. But don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, man. It, it ain't no thing. It ain't no thing. All right. Um. So yes. So two hundred and fifty dollars for away tickets. That's that's a steep price. Now I, I hope that because look, I, I get it. We we dislike Orlando, even though our real rival is Nashville. I get it. We still like dislike Orlando, but I kind of like when they show up to the stadium. It kind of gives yes. it a little more energy. So I kind of hope Absolutely. that they still show up and fill up that section. $250. I personally wouldn't pay for that to go to Orlando, mm -mm. but hopefully no. they do. I mean, All that's right, awful. I think, I think, I think those prices are just absolutely awful. It is uh and and Mitch, yes, uh, by the way, Capacito is four bucks. But listen, Steve threw us two. I'll throw in another one and a half. Danny will throw in another one and we'll we'll split the cafecito, baby. Let's go. This is a community we gotta, here. What we gotta do is we gotta move to Utah because apparently Ralph yes. Lake called us out because they said that they're buying jerseys and giving it away to uh, to, to to their listeners. Hey, we love what? you guys, but I'm not giving you guys anything for free because we are broke. <laughs> we are financially challenged on this side. So yeah, Chris. There's no winners and no losers, baby. Kissing sisters. So I would I would have walked through some of the some of what's going to come in the future, but I think we need to talk a little bit about the past, though, Danny, because you you asked me was twenty twenty three a success, and we talked a little bit about it on the Spanish podcast, but I mean, and and maybe the chat could be able to chime in on this. Do you guys believe that twenty twenty three was a success? Because I thought it was for what kind of what we went through, but at the same time. I mean, we're talking about having Messi and Busquets got Alba a little bit later. So, I don't know. I felt like 2023, for what it was, it was a success. And uh, Tommy Moose is chiming in. How can Utah fans afford jerseys with six wives? Listen, I don't know, Papa. I mean, yes. Uh, and Salt Lake, take it down. I don't know if he was Mormon, but, you know, I just assume. All right, um... Danny, we want free custom shirts. I'm sorry, buddy, but no free shirts over here. It's $25 a shirt, uh, and, and that just is what it is. I apologize, Raul. But I promise you, they are good quality. When you wash them, they're not going to fade. 
and um, and they are original. So keep giving your money to Adidas. They keep giving you that basic shit. Or go to yeah. Battered Fancy and get some unique stuff. Um, so last year, do I think it was a failure? Absolutely not. Outside of Columbus, Cincinnati, and Houston, outside of those three clubs, from July 21st on, would not. what team would you rather be? Columbus, yeah. because they won the MLS Cup. Cincinnati, yeah. I guess, Supporter Shield. And Houston got a trophy. They got the Open Cup. Everybody else in the league, nobody else got absolutely anything. So I think that it was a success because we were one of the few champions last year. Oh, 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 oh. Did, look at this. Oh, did, did you just skip over that? Look, we got Alex from Real Salt Lake joining us. What's going on, Alex? He was over there uh, showing love at, uh, at Chase Stadium. Vandalizing, vandalizing Chase Stadium. What are you rocking- doing out there? With that Barcelona jersey that he was rocking over there. So shout out to Alex for joining us live. Um, so I do think that it was uh, a success of a season. I mean, if you win a trophy, I mean, you can't tell me that that's not a success. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, look at look at Tommy one time and Atlanta B. You get out of here. Look, get and out. I don't want to. I don't want to. De- look, this is a preview show for 2024. But Tommy, just one last time, we were winning. You guys got a phantom goal that shouldn't have counted. You got an own goal, and then that's why you won basically, because then everything just went hell, hell haywire after that. So uh, yes, and it was turf, so Messi didn't play. Yeah, I, I listen. I thought it was a success because we got a trophy out of it, and mm-hmm. it's true. You know what Tariq said. I mean, uh, until Messi got injured, everything was kind of on the up and up. So hopefully, we can be able to kind of keep him. Uh, we can be able to kind of keep him healthy. So, look uh, at this guy. <laughs> I mean, I've, you know, I shout out to you, audio listeners, because yeah, th- there's a lot of you, and we really appreciate you because it must be tough yes. to follow along with the show sometimes because we get so distracted and start addressing the chat so much. Shout out to everybody that listens on audio. We really appreciate you because this must be challenging to keep up with sometimes. And we try to kind of describe what's happening for those of you that are listening on audio, but. I mean, at times the the chat is that's that's how great you guys are in the chat. Like, I mean, it's legit, like super distracting. But. So just just to put a bow on 2023. Yeah. Worst team in the league, July 20th, right? July yeah. 21st, Messi debuts, and then we don't lose a game for almost two months. Yeah. We win League's Cup, we come back. We draw with Nashville. We beat Red Bulls. I think the biggest regular season game of the year was uh, Inter-Miami versus LAFC, and we beat them handedly. I think that all in all, it was a success. Unfortunately, Messi got injured, and that kind of you know derailed the rest of the season. But when you're the worst team more than halfway through the year, and you end up with a trophy and a GOAT, I'm sorry, but that was a success to me. And by oh, the way, uh, we also made it to the final of uh, the U.S. Open Cup without Messi for most of it, and then that miracle game where he had those two crosses to Campana. Yeah. Oh, well, man. And, look, and shout out well, to Tariq. Well, he has to go back oh. to work. Shout out to you, man. Much love. We really appreciate you, and uh, we look forward to you catching up with us tomorrow. Hopefully, we're celebrating a win, and you come on after the, uh, the game. And I want to mention something here. 
Uh, how do you feel about the new stadium? That's what Johnny Dip is asking. And I'm just happy that we're not named like Orlando City Stadium or some stupid stuff like that. <laughs> like, I mean, or, or, you know, Orlando got the bad end of this deal on that one. So, and and Lucas asked, when is the next party with Asada? I don't know when that's going to happen. We're going we're gonna to work on that. Richard Greenberg's asking when we're going to meet up at Tootsie's. We'll also work on that. Trust me. Possibly, we'll Mar possibly March 19th. Shout out to Tommy one time. Yeah, um, yeah. Somebody, oh, yeah, you, it's about the stadium. I don't, I, I, don't, stadium. I don't care too much. And like people get really emotional about things. Like I, I saw somebody, I forgot who it was. Somebody on Twitter goes, it'll always be drive pink. Fuck Chase. I'm like, what the fuck did Chase do to you, my guy? Like, yeah, why it's fuck just Chase? It's a fucking bank. I, I, <laughs> it's a fucking bank. It's one of the like, biggest banks. Fuck Chase. I was like, God damn, that's aggressive. I don't, I don't care. Honestly, I mean, what is drive pink? No, that's a serious I mean, question. Drive pink, I, I, drive pink is like, uh, isn't that like a, a foundation or something? It might be. I don't know. For and, cancer? And I, it, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, it makes but sense I with, think, the, with, the, with the pink bow, but... I, I was never sure. I never looked into it. Chase, when you think of big arenas and stadiums, they usually have a it's a auto nation no, is what they're saying. It's not auto nation. That's <laughs> auto nation. Use that. I oh, now now I have to look this up. Like dry pink. What? Well, I, yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm with Stancy. I don't really care about the the stadium name. I think if anything, and and you know, some people might hate on this take, but I oh, think it, it makes automation. it. It thinks yeah. See, it is auto nation. I think it makes it, it is, a little more it respectable is. when it's when it's a big name like Chase. Like I don't know, it gives it a little more prestige. Honestly, that's what I think. I, but you know, but again, I, I don't care. It could go back to being into Miami Stadium for all I care. Like I've never thought twice about it. So I do like so, that because I I use Chase. Apparently, I get to go into like a secret entrance or something. I don't know. I was, you know, get some perks with being oh, a wait. Chase member. Let me just mention something. So it is something with Auto Nation. But it's also like a mission that they have where it, it, they partner with cancer charities from coast to coast to raise and donate millions of dollars to cancer research and treatment. Uh, that's that's what it seems to be. Yeah, it is an auto nation, but I think it's like a link of auto nation. So listen, guys, no, it, and, and it linked well anymore. with with the team. It linked yeah, well because with of the pink. team with the color. Because of the pink. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't mind Chase. Uh Chase is my bank. Not that I give. Not that it really matters. I don't care what the stadium name is. But um, you know, I, I oh, think it's Chase. <laughs> Apparently, right? Try pink forever. Yeah. Uh, I got. Asif asked, what, that what's the what's the deal with Redondo? Uh, well, apparently, Redondo on his social medias was uh, saying his goodbyes to Junior Argentinos. So it looks like it's a done deal. Fabricio, whatever the hell his name is, that is the go-to guy, which is constantly wrong but we still consider him the go-to guy has officially said that he's coming so take that for what you will i think the fact that he was saying goodbye to all of his fans down there is more indicating that that it is a done deal and uh, hopefully we see him when we play against orlando uh next uh saturday or sunday well it's a good thing that that was just mentioned because now it can lead us into the next topic off-season players in and players out and redondo seems to Thank be you, one Peaches. of those players uh, he seems to be one of those players that's going to be coming in as well. I mean, again, seems to be because there's no confirmation at this point. Like, there's absolutely still no confirmation that Redondo has signed on a contract or on a paper. Well, on a napkin. 
they needed to clear out some more space, right? Because uh, the reports are coming out earlier today, but we just got the report that Coco Jean is no longer with us like an hour ago. Yes. So like things are still moving. We were supposed to do this show on Sunday, but we yes. figured, you know what? There's going to be so many moves that happen from now until Tuesday night. Let's record on Tuesday night as late as possible. We didn't want to go on at 11. So uh, we went 10 o'clock on Tuesday and uh, it looks like everything's just about right. You know, and, and, players that are out right one that we mm -hmm. just found out which is coco jean and they made a post like oh you know farewell coco jean listen that guy wasn't worth a bag of lays potato chips like well, get that guy out of here like i played like a total of 74 minutes with this team like I, uh, you know what i think it was un me? i think it was under 400 honestly i think it might have been under 400 think? under or over 400 minutes what do you think guys there's no way he played more more than 400 minutes there's absolutely no way. And Alpha, I mean, VA, look, Alpha, listen, for sure, we're having a beer uh, when I run into you. And Coco Jean has been 86th. Absolutely. Put him right back in the Coco Jean bargain bin. Let somebody else pick at that discounted player. And this is another point that I wanted to talk about. Soccer Daddy with a nice comment here. What about Negri? Listen, there was this video today showing Negri training. And this is something that, for me, I've been waiting to see for a while. I've been dying to be able to see Negri kind of training and getting back into shape. Steve Munoz is mentioning just over 400 minutes. I need proof. Danny's working on that. For those I was of you looking for it right now. But, but you know what? I trust Steve Munoz with all his info, so I'm just going to go with him. But I, that's yeah. what I was literally looking up right now. But I'm going to go with him. Just over 400 minutes. So uh, I, I'll go with that. And sorry for you, Mike. I mean, Mike V is mentioning I got the Coco Jean jersey so he can sign it at the Bright Line. And oh, actually, man. and actually, I found it, and it's more than four hundred. It was actually nine hundred and nine minutes. Oh my he God! Played, no, pieces came in nine hundred ish. Yeah, it, it was seventy three minutes in twenty twenty two in three games, fifteen games last. Uh, yeah, last year, fifteen games, eight hundred and thirty six minutes before he blew out his knee in New England. Uh huh. Yeah, but look at this. Gamer class is mentioning laugh my ass off one goal and one assist in like 20 games. Get out of here, bro. Emerson one Rodriguez and one assist. One goal, one assist in 18 games. Yep. Emerson. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a big loss. So let's go over some of the other losses. Who else? Gregory, our captain. Oh, there you go. And, and Uday Yakumar is mentioning that. Yeah, Gregory. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably the biggest loss that we took. Okay. Now, do you think it's the biggest loss because he's our captain? or because we lose what he brings on the pitch. Because I defensively, I think we used to like that he was a, a pit bull, right? But offensively, he, he lacked a lot of quality. And the way Tata plays, you need a little more quality uh, when attacking. Like, So how, what do you feel? I, I feel like on both ends, I think the answer could be correct, right? I mean, okay. you're losing your you're losing your captain who's been with this team before the Messi era. Yeah. And legitimately, like to me, it seemed like Gregory sort of earned that title, I guess, as the yeah. player of the team. I mean, because you could have given it to other players like, you know, Iguain at the time or Yoa, I guess. I because think Iguain did have it before Gregory. Uh, well, but that's the thing. He had it because of his like stature as a player. But like Gregory earned it, earned it because, yeah. yeah, he earned it because of his like relation with everyone. And so Gregory, you're losing a, a critical captain, but then you're losing like a critical player. You know, a lot of people talk about Diego Gomez and his engine and how he's always nonstop. Like that was Gregory before Diego Gomez got here. 
Like, am I wrong for saying that? No, no, no. And I was looking up Gregory. Uh, in 2021, he played 29 games. In 2022, he played 30 games. So definitely yeah. a workhorse for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I know yeah, he I mean, led I... the league. He led the league in tackles in 2021. I want to say. Yeah, Jonathan Lacey is mentioning Gregory was a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. It's uh, you know, this is another one. AMH. Well, I don't know if you want to talk about any more about Gregory, but it, well, we no, can... no. Let's move on to Kamal Miller. I think Kamal Miller. I think might have been a bigger loss than Gregory, honestly. Yeah, and that that is the biggest loss in terms of look at where we're today. Like today, we have so many holes, like Swiss cheese in the back defensive line, and Kamal Miller. For a lot of people, they were like, "Oh, Kamal Miller's slow. Oh man, he's not catching up, dude." Now you're now we're just to see. now we're hoping now that Freire can be Kamal Miller or be a part of Kamal Miller. And you guys, mm-hmm. like, there was so many people that were hating on Kamal Miller. We're telling you guys, week after week, Kamal Miller was a hell of a defender, mm-hmm. and now you're starting to see he was a hell of a defender. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, Mitch Rodriguez has a good point. Fridge guy was the biggest loss. Absolutely. I mean, fridge guy. Where I mean, I can't even. We still haven't even found that guy. We've put in APBs. We've put. We we've sent out teams to go find this guy. This yeah. guy can't know where to be found. But all right. So Freire already injured. Well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Let, let, let's let's not get into that. So who else did we lose this off season? We lost Stefanelli. Not yes. too much of an impact. I wouldn't say I'm. I'm necessarily really too sad about that uh i don't Facundo Faria. Fa- oh, i mean okay. to injury you, to injury yeah I, that's a loss because i was expecting him to contribute a lot up on the top left uh yeah. on the left wing and th- i think that is a big loss and i think that might even change the way we, we play tactically honestly yeah um so that might be one uh who else uh, i can't think of anybody else off the top of my head uh and mike v is mentioning look we lost emerson again we didn't I mean, have him last year, so that's not a loss. That's huge. We lost Ascona to Vegas, which let me tell you, Ascona right. never played, but he was a sleeper. If you were to, if you would have give, been given opportunities, I think Ascona would have been great. And I do hope that Ascona on this loan that he shows a, a lot of people what he's capable of. Because to me, he has the skill. He looks like he really does have the skills. So, like, I can't well, wait to they, see him play. Vegas has the option to buy. So, if he balls out, they could keep him. And uh, yeah. Dixon Arroyo, which is a good one that I forgot. Mm. I, look, Dixon Arroyo, I think, did a decent job. I thought that defensively, he wasn't as good as Gregory. But as far as ball distribution, I thought he was a little better than Gregory. So, take I that think it was serviceable. Way. I think it was serviceable during which the Gregory what, right. injury era. Which is now, what you needed. This right here is what I want to see. Ed Bartra mentioning Ian Frey. Ian Frey to me, the moment he steps on that field, Freire, get the hell out of here. Because Ian Frey and Toto are the two I want to see back there. Because before Ian Frey got injured, Ian Frey was on a fucking burner. Like he was showing everybody that he was that guy. Are you confident in him staying healthy? And I hate to say it that way, right? Because he's a young kid, and I hope that he does. But because he's had two or – I figure if it's two or three ACL injuries, I wouldn't necessarily put all my eggs in that basket. I'd be hesitant because I'd be worried that, unfortunately, this could happen again. Well, but I mean, if, if he is healthy, Ian Frey, absolute baller. 
and I would love to see him back there. And Gus just said it's three, three injuries, three ACL injuries. So that that worries me. Well, I mean, look, a lot of a lot of the fan base is mentioning that he's stepping into that Robbie Robinson zone where it's just repeated injury after repeated injury. And I hope it's not the case with Ian Frey because and same thing with Robbie Robinson, like Robbie Robinson shows skill, too. I mean, I crack on the guy all the time. A lot of people do, too. But everybody sees that Robbie Robinson is skilled. But Ian Frey is somebody that I think we need, especially since our defense is fucking Swiss cheese. What do you think about Chris McVeigh leaving? Uh, Chris McVeigh, I thought that he was a I think I think if anybody was a solid backup center back, it would have been McVeigh. I think that having McVeigh as a backup center back for comfortability, I think it was pretty good. I mean, he's not like a world beater. No, I, but, I told you. I thought he was the most disappointing player last year. Vice City Lucas is asking what section where will be where will we be pre-gaming? I we're usually no in the yellow lot. In the yellow lot. Yeah, we're usually in the yellow lot in that fan, fan zone, zone area. Yeah. Getting all the free drinks and free food because we're poor. Free towels. I take all the oh, free yeah. towels home. I got like 12 free towels. If, if it's like free, it's for glasses. me. Yeah, I got like 18 sunglasses. Like I don't even I don't even rock sunglasses like that, but I got 18 of them. If you want, I, I'll give you guys some. I'll get I'll, I'll send those out for free. They got dry pink on it. Those are exclusive now. Justin Blair, calendar winning MVP. I, you know what? Justin, funny you say that because if anybody was listening to the show, uh, after the first couple of games of last season, yeah. when we still hadn't tanked and we were like, what, like two and two or so, I was saying four games into the year, Drake Callender is the MVP of the season because people weren't giving him enough credit because they were saying, oh, clean sheet, oh, four games, we've only allowed two goals. I was saying, absolutely not. We've given up the most shots in the league. Drake yeah. is the MVP because. Yeah, you may not allow a lot of goals, but if you're allowing the most shots, your defense sucks. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully Drake can step his game back up because in the preseason he was looking a little iffy. Well, uh, and and gamer clashes is classes with us. Those free towels been hanging on my Peloton machine. Good job for you, buddy. I got Ooh, them all got over my closet. And uh, and Steve Munoz mentioning free drinks and food at the tailgate. You know, we we've we, we've been there, and I uh I got a little litty like a titty one time so <laughs> i won't i won't go over that but um all right let's move on <laughs> what um what what uh key players did we just add well obviously redondo is a guy that's sort of pending right i mean luis suarez is is the tippity top of what we just added right i mean we're not talking about messi because messi we added last last season same thing with alba and busquets right mm -hmm. we're talking about like starting this season I mean, mm -hmm. Luis Suarez. Oh, we didn't even I mention. Think, Luis. I, I think Redondo. Losing Joseph. Losing Joseph. Hey, that's yeah. a guy that we lost, technically. Yeah. I guess, yeah. But we replaced him with Luis Suarez, which. Yeah, so I guess it's. Pickup. Yeah. I think Redondo, if it finally becomes official, is going to be the biggest pickup. I think well, people aren't realizing the skill that this kid's going to bring. Uh, he defensively, if you look, I haven't sat down and watched a ton of his games, right? But statistically, it shows that he gets eight to nine interceptions per game. He gets, I think it was like three or four uh, balls into the final third with his vertical passing. Like this yeah. kid is an absolute baller. And uh, he might not be the fastest, but he doesn't need to be the way he plays. He's a true, he could be a true six, a true CDM. And I think that he will end up being 
of the biggest acquisition, which ended up happening like right before, right? The season starts. But I think that that might be a bigger acquisition than Luis Suarez. Well, I think that it's going to be a big acquisition considering that we just lost Gregory. So, yeah, I mean, if we didn't lose Gregory, then I would say, eh, you know, whatever. But we just lost like a key contributor on defense. Especially yeah. as the center defense, you know, center defending midfielder, you know, other than that, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from that kid. That guy, we, he, he hasn't even signed on the fucking napkin yet. Uh, AMH, all he asks is that we wear the black kits more this season. I think we might not. I, I would like to. And because this is the last season that La Noche kits will be with us because we'll get a new dark jersey next season. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see it a couple times, but I don't think it'll be often. But I do like the black kit more than the pink kit or the salmon yeah. kit whatever you want to call it i've even had a hard time uh, take a peek behind i've even had a hard time finding pinks because i'm wondering if i should go salmon what pink to use on these sneakers that i'm trying to customize because it's such a weird color so i'm thinking it of is. just going straight pink and just f it if it doesn't match with the, the kit because it's such a weird color i'm thinking i'm just gonna go just regular pink um but uh but yeah I think that's the best thing you could do because you have other kits that are actually pink. So I think it would work. Yeah. And Jason L is mentioning, I was referee for Inter Miami Academy on Sunday. I just got to say that Benjamin Suarez uh, is over Mateo Messi. Listen, uh, Jason L, welcome. And uh, I hope to see you refereeing this game tomorrow because they need replacement referees. So make sure to treat our boys, our boys right. <laughs> Get us over the hump. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, and by the way, a AMH, I think was the name. He said something about the bloodline. I'm not going to sidetrack the, the, the show with wrestling talk, but on the Discord, we do have a wrestling channel. So feel free to jump on there and we could chop it up about the bloodline. Yes. So right. now we're, we kind of went through the players. We kind of went through who came in, who went out, who got shipped out. Now let's talk a little bit about the starting 11 and what you guys think, what you think Danny is going to be the starting 11. And again, for those of you who chimed in into the Spanish show En Español ayer, and you'll know kind of what we're talking about, uh, which we went over it a little bit. And you actually posted up a picture, no? Yeah, I posted up of what I think it'll be once the roster's complete uh, yeah. with, with Redondo, right? And I'm starting to have second thoughts about this, though. Because I'm starting to have a feeling that Robert Taylor might not see the pitch at left wing. I think that I don't want to see Gomez as a left wing. I think we might end up seeing a 4-4-2. I think we mm. might see a 4-4-2 with Suarez and Messi up top. Uh, Gomez, Mota. I'm sorry, Gomez, Busquets, Ruiz, and who else? I guess I guess you might see Grussell there tomorrow as the four in the middle. And then our back line, Yedlin, Alba, Freire and Aviles, even though Freire supposedly is injured, do you think there's a chance that Noah Allen starts the season over Christoph? I don't think so, man. I don't think no. that I, I, I wouldn't take that chance. I wouldn't take that chance, even though it seems as if Noah Allen can be able to sort of make up and break up in terms of like with uh with uh what's his name with Jordi Alba. I think that having Alba and having Noah Allen together on the left side definitely helps for sure. Shout out to Pearl from Singapore. We appreciate you joining us all the way from over there. Much love. Nice. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm starting to think it's going to be more of a 4-4-2. I, I, I have a feeling that as much as we want to see Robert Taylor up top with Suarez and Messi, which is, to me, what I've been most excited to watch, I don't think they're going to yeah. give it to us. I think it might be a 4-4-2. And, um, Nothing better than But he does injured. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if Noah Allen will get to start over Kristoff. And um, with the fact that Redondo's not here yet, and if we play four in the middle... I think Russell might see time in the middle, which I'm not necessarily a fan of either, but I think that that's my, the way we might go tomorrow. But in general, in general, Chris, not talking about just tomorrow, everybody healthy. Everybody healthy. We're playing 4-4-2 or 4-3-3? I think we're going to be playing uh, a 5-3. We're not even going to be playing four in the back. You don't think that they're gonna that he's going to switch it up and just put left wing back, right wing back, and just not even have Taylor playing on the field cuz that's yeah, what i think I, is going to happen i don't even i don't even see four defenders in the back yeah i i, I don't know uh and asif is asking how you think we'll do in the ccc uh we got a tough draw i know the priority this this year for miami as as one unlikely we qualify for ccc next year opens the door for uh, well f- first of all i do think that we can qualify for the ccc next year if we yeah. make it to the final three, the top three in the Leagues Cup, if you win MLS Cup, you automatically make it, or you win the U.S. Open Cup. So there's a couple ways we can make it. So I don't doubt that we're going to be there next year. And um, I, I think we it's got a priority. Tough draw. Yeah, I think that's the priority. priority. And we're going to get into the prediction of the overall season. But real quick, it's okay to prioritize the CCC and put the regular season to the side for a little bit because yeah. the CCC ends June 2nd. That's the final. Yeah. And then once you're done with that tournament, you can now readjust and refocus after Copa America for the rest of the season, making the playoffs and the MLS Cup. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But um, but yeah, I think that they're going to – I expect them to perform well uh, in the CCC. And I, I do – because Nashville is probably who we're going to play first. And uh, I, I think we'll be fine. I, I think that we'll be all right. I, and I want to mention a couple of comments here. Uh, Mike V is mentioning no chance Noah starts unless old man is injured. I completely agree with that because at least one thing that Kristoff shows is like solidarity back there on defense. I mean, he's slow as justice. That guy's slower than molasses, but I mean, he is solid on defense in terms of like his, his, his defensive acumen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steve Munoz mentioning that has been clear for a long time. Now it's going to be four, three, three or three, five, two. I mean, look at that three, five, two. Like you're not even having Alba and Yedlin like playing back at that point. No, at and that then, point, that uh, at that point is they're midfielders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to be awful if we do that. All right, uh, let's see. So starting eleven, we think it'll be a four-three-three if everybody's healthy. Like Don Cafecito said, hopefully Taylor gets to start at left wing. I really don't want to see Diego Gomez up there. I, if no. there's going to be a left wing that isn't Robert Taylor, I'd rather it be David Ruiz. I would rather I'd see that. Yeah, I'd rather see David Ruiz than than Diego Gomez because Diego a Gomez. Left wing, yeah, like, yeah, because Diego Gomez looks like in a pink jersey. He doesn't know how to play soccer. No, he no. He, he look. He got into position last game. Like you got to cut him some slack. He'll show up tomorrow. He's going to score a goal tomorrow. Well, I would prefer Robert Taylor over every, anybody playing left wing. If you're going to have uh, a left wing, 
then you got to put Robert Taylor in there. But if you're going to give me some 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 little baby bullshit where you're not going to play a winger and you're going to have Jordi Alba just shooting up, then just I mean at that point there's no need for Robert Taylor because that Jordi Alba messes up Robert Taylor to be to be quite honest. All right, so chat. We're gonna start getting into the prediction part of this uh, of this episode. So we want you guys to start joining in, and we'll put up as many of your answers as possible. So let, I'll, let's start with this one, Chris. Who will be MVP of this team this season? You can't say Messi. MVP of this season, I would have to say yes. it's gonna be aside from Messi. Aside, uh, yeah, aside from Messi, I would have yeah, that's, to say that's an obvious. I would have to say it's probably gonna be. Uh, Luis Suarez, just because he's going to put balls in the back of the net. I was going to say Busquets. I was going to say Busquets, but I think just because of the simple fact that Luis Suarez is going to score a lot of goals, I think that he would be considered the MVP of the team, aside from Messi, of course. We do a season recap, right? At the end of the season, we'll do an episode, and then we'll take some of the stuff from this episode and show it to you like 10 months later. And, you know... We'll see how this goes, but, oh, I was going right there. I think it's going to be Redondo. I think people are underestimating the Everybody impact that Redondo is going to have. Oh, okay. So, look at that. I, I thought I was going to be alone on this. You got I think one, two, under, three, four, uh, under, five. Underestimating the impact that he's going to have on this midfield. He's going to now give Busquets the freedom to roam without having to worry about the defense as much. Yeah, Messi Messi's an easy one. Um, I think Redondo might end up being the MVP this season. MVP and dark horse. Let's say Diego Gomez. Oh my God, man. Come on, man. Like so many other players are going to pick it. You're going to pick that garbage bag. I mean, look yep. at by city. He's coming in with a really hot take. He's Toto. saying that Toto's going to have a big role. Uh, Nick Hill is also mentioning Toto Aviles. There's a couple of people mentioning Drake calendar. Uh, well, I, I was about know. to say, who did you think was 2023's MVP? I know we had this already, but just for people that didn't listen, I thought it was yeah, Drake Calendar. Drake Cal- yeah, yeah, Drake Calendar would be, I guess, the best bet, especially since he was like the the key difference in the right in the, in the, in the Leeds, Leeds Cup. Cup. And and, yeah. and for everybody that's about to yell at us because it was messy, we're talking about the whole year, right, from beginning of the yes. season to end of the season. Uh-huh. Drake Calendar was the MVP in 2023. I think Dark Horse Diego Gomez, but I, my money's on Redondo. And obviously, maybe David Ruiz, uh, I think he's still kind of young, but maybe that would be awesome if, if, if that ends up being the case. Absolutely. But um, okay, so MVP of the season, you say Luis Suarez, I say Redondo. My dark horse is Diego Gomez. Do you have a dark horse? Uh, my dark horse is not Diego Gomez. Absolutely not. My dark horse, if he sticks around, is going to be Robert Taylor. Oh, okay. I think that Robert Taylor. Uh, if he gets in shape and can be able to go ahead and sync with Messi like he did, I think it's possible. I mean, and Hammy's mentioning Diego Gomez it will not, not be the dark horse. Absolutely. Uh, well, I don't know if they mean that because it's not a surprise, right? Maybe they're expecting Diego Gomez to be that person. So, you know, I could take that in several ways. But I think Diego Gomez... I'm rooting for Diego Gomez. So I'm rooting for Diego Gomez almost as much as I was rooting against Emerson. That's how much I'm rooting well, for Diego Gomez. Just to stick it to you, Chris. You're so terrible. And then Sebas is saying Gomez, dark horse, yes. Uh, Porfirio is mentioning Redondo is 10 times David Ruiz. 
And then Tank is just telling us, don't forget about Kremaki. Don't worry, we haven't forgot about him. And no, I can't, sure. what's going on? All right. Uh, for Real quick, uh, Steve Munoz, does anybody know where to buy parking pass for tomorrow's match? Uh, my understanding is the yellow lot's already sold out. Green lot and blue lot already sold out. Uh, so I, I do not know where to help you there, Steve Munoz. If you're a season ticket holder, I suggest you contact your your ticket rep because my understanding is that most parking for tomorrow is already sold out. And that's wild because parking is very, very expensive. But, yes. um, but yeah, it's already sold out. Well, I got an email, guys. And if you guys check your emails... You know, I mean, if you're a season ticket holder, but if you do have, uh, if you do get any emails from Inter Miami, I think there should be some some parking information up there for those of you that are uh, watching, and for those of you who are on audio, I just put up a a little map of the parking. So maybe if you guys check that out, you'll be able to see it. And Soccer Daddy is mentioning Gomez versus Taylor. That's exactly what this is about, Soccer Daddy. Let's not get it twisted. Well, Danny is a fool. Oh, no, 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 no. For the record, I'm the one that coined Neymar Light. You hate, I was the one that Taylor. was telling you about Robert Taylor. No, you hate on Gomez for no reason. I love Robert Taylor. I want him to be the starting left wing. Do better, Gomez. Oh, shut up. All right, so do better. next, chat. Go ahead and you can jump in and let us know. Who do you think will be the young MVP of the season? Last year, I thought it was going to be Ian Frey. He got injured. It ended up being... Kremaki ended up being that young stud. Who do you think is going to be the young MVP of the season? That young guy that all of a sudden just pops out at us. Well, and this would be, I guess, where I would use Redondo because technically oh, okay. he's a young guy. Yeah, um, but again, I don't want to count Redondo because he's like, he hasn't even signed anything. So... I would probably have to venture with David Ruiz being the young MVP. I think that David, I, Ruiz, David Ruiz is going to fucking blow Diego Gomez out of the water. He's I'm going to give steal you one job. And I already saw one. So I don't know if you're going to start putting the names up on the on there. But I'm going to tell you one. I think and I'm with Esteban. I think Noah Allen. All of a sudden, he's going to be the. First game of the preseason, we're like, why the hell is Noah Allen playing center back? He's out of position. This doesn't work. And I think we're eventually just going to get accustomed to seeing him back there. And he's going to be a rock back there for us. I think he's going to produce a lot. And not necessarily defending headers or anything like that. But he's going to be that death piece that really comes up big for us in those rotation games. He's yeah. going to help push the ball up on offense. I think that there's a good chance that Noah Allen is that young stud that we get pleasantly surprised with and we're going to be excited when he takes over for Jordi Alba after Jordi Alba leaves you know what I notice about Tank here you oh, love God. backup you love backup goalies bro no he just hates Drake no but he liked Drake when Marsman was in goal did he yes I, I if I remember correctly when Marsman was I, in I goal know. he's like oh Drake Drake is gonna be great Somebody said, uh, I, I think remember. Soccer Daddy is asking me to remove my cap. Should I remove my cap or, or no? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep my cap on. And Negri, <laughs> oh, uh, he would be comeback. He'd be comeback player of the year for sure. I think Negri, he's going to make a hell of a difference. Ne yeah, Negri might. But I think Noah Allen could surprise us. He's going to be that young guy that I think that surprises a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. No, and Tank, you're a hater, man. You're uh, a big-time Drake hater. Thomas Aviles, okay. I hope I so. See that. Yeah, I can, I can see that for sure. 
All right. Um, you know who else? You know who else might surprise us in his limited play, but we're going to be like, oh, you know what? We got something here for the future. Yannick Bright. Oh, yeah. He was solid. He, he was, was solid. solid. A little bit that we watched him. I think he might be somebody else. Noah Allen and then my, my dark horse, Yannick Bright. I think he's going to get spot starts here and there, U.S. Open Cup games if we play any of those. And I think that he might be, to take your joke, the bright spot on the, uh, on the team. So I think Bright might be one. Somebody put out there Borgelin. I don't maybe I don't I don't see Borgelin getting too He's many not opportunities. Get but, I, no. but I think I think Bright might uh might be one of those guys that we're talking about at the end of the season, also. So Noah Allen and Bright are my two guys. I mean, they're they're definitely missing out on a on a on a sponsorship for the Bright Line, right? They should have him posted has, up at the Bright Line. If he starts balling, don't worry, they, they won't let that if they They'll, they'll tell my tweeter to move aside and they'll let Bright handle that. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and let me know, Chris. Who do you think is ready to disappoint us? And I almost know what you're going to say, but go ahead. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> come on. I mean, Diego Gomez is, is already a disappointment. You go and you ball out against daycare babies. You put on a pink jersey. And now you're a ghost. It was one a, half in the preseason, man. He could have had a hat trick that game. Could have had Oof, a hat trick. And, every, and everybody's putting up something that that's kind that that's what I've been worried about, honestly. A lot of people are putting Ooh, yeah. Suarez. I, I am yeah. terrified of that. I, I, I thought it was Christian McVeigh last year. Some people could have said Joseph. I, I I can't imagine that Suarez is gonna disappoint. I think it's gonna be Gressel. I think Gressel is going to be the biggest disappointment this season. I just don't see him doing much, honestly. <laughs> Listen, Hammy, those are $1.99 well spent, my friend. Contra niños con pampel. De verdad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So um, I, I, I think that Gressel is going to be that guy. Hopefully I'm wrong because I think Gressel could really contribute if he ends up playing like people said that he could. But um, I think that's who's going to disappoint. Ooh, Vice City Lucas. Yeah, I, I kind of. I was just I don't about like to it. bring that up. I was just going to bring that up. I don't like it because I think that it's going to happen. I like it because you're thinking something that you know isn't being said. Jordi Alba is going to disappoint. You know what I like about Jordi Alba? He is a workhorse. He plays yeah, as much yeah. as Messi. Like he yeah. played every game in the preseason for like 90 minutes, and I respect the hell out of him for that. But um, hopefully not. I, Offensively, we need him. Can I, I want to explain something about my agenda real quick with uh, Gomez. Listen, the problem with Gomez is that he got brought in, if I'm not mistaken, with Facundo Farias. And I think that those two players were specifically going to be like the saviors of this team at some point. And Diego Gomez did not become a savior. So there's that. Well, shout out to Asif. The first two months will continue to follow the disaster of the preseason. Asif, come Dropping on, bombs. Dropping I bombs. I know. And we appreciate the love, but come on, really? If let's say hypothetically, yeah, Chris, we lose tomorrow two to zero. Do you think? Will you start thinking like Asif? I don't know, man. I mean, we kind of got to like mold into the season. I don't know if we're going to like fire off with tons of goals uh, just straight from the start. Like, do you think that we're going to be 
firing on all cylinders starting well, off this season tomorrow? If you haven't heard already, like yesterday we gave our predictions and we previewed the episode, uh, the game yesterday for Real Salt Lake. We both predicted a win. I can't imagine us losing tomorrow. At worst, I think we'll get a draw. At yeah. worst. But let's say that we do lose. And let's say we lose convincingly. Let's say we lose 2-0. I, I, I won't. But I think that a lot of people will get on the Asif train and will start thinking that yeah. we're about to implode for the next couple of months. I, I'm not so quick to pull the trigger. When you have Messi on the team, and let's get one thing straight. Like, I understand how the season ended last year, but let's be very, very clear. We only lost one game with Messi last year. One. In which he started. That's it. And, and keep that in mind. We played a lot of games against a lot of good teams with Messi. We lost one of those when he started. So he's still on the team. As far as I'm concerned, he's starting tomorrow. I, I, I don't think that all of a sudden I'm going to implode. So... And Tank is telling you, a yellow card to you, we cannot lose. And Ash is bringing up a good comment here. There's too many good players to be to be mediocre. I mean, we're going to get into the expectations in a little bit, but I, I absolutely agree with Ash. Well, there's, there's just way too many good players to be able to be middle of the pack. Well, Asif, my question to Asif, and, and if you're still here, go ahead and, and reply. Asif, do you think Tata loses his job after a couple of weeks? Because that's what I'm wondering. Because everybody keeps speculating that Tata's he's on the hot seat because he has quite the team and they need to be they need to come out rolling. So I'm kind of curious, Asif, do you think if, if we start off slow, if Tata's in danger? I mean, so. there's a couple people that are there's a couple people that are already mentioning yes that uh, he has to go. I can't. I can't imagine that. But I look. We predicted a win, and I'm not coming off of that. I still think we win. I think we put up at least three tomorrow, and um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. So who's gonna disappoint? I went with Gressel. You went with Diego Gomez. We'll see who's correct. Now, <laughs> next, who do you think? <laughs> Good stuff, Annie. Top goal scorer. Who do you think will be the top goal scorer for Inter Miami this season? Well, that's going to be the same answer that I gave you for who I think MVP is going to be. I think I think Luis Suarez is going to be the top goal scorer. And let me tell you, even if we were to say include Messi in this discussion, no, or I can pick Messi, Messi but you that's can. what I'm saying. Even if I could include him, which I, I mean, now we have the opportunity to, I would still pick Luis Suarez. Everybody's going Suarez, apparently. I would say, yeah. But you know what? Look at how crazy. This is why this is why he would be the most disappointing player if he doesn't come through. Yes, because everyone here, yeah. I mean, literally everyone here is picking. I mean, there's one Borgelin by Hazel Lopez. A Campana here. Uh, we got Marasovic with a Messi. Everybody else, and Florida man with, with Messi, yeah. But everybody else is picking Suarez. All right. L Who do you think plays more games, Luis Suarez or Campana? And, and that's a serious question. Oh, I mean, I, I think Suarez has to. I mean, with the way I'm that talking like health wise and field, everything, though. Yes, I mean, I, I think that I think it's got to be. I think Suarez. it might be almost even. I think it might be almost even. I think they might play the same number of games, and I'm gonna go Campana more goals than Luis Suarez, which is disappointing. Which is disappointing. 
But I think Not Luis really. Suarez will come up. I think Luis Suarez will come up big in those big games, like in a Champions Cup semifinal, in a, a League's Cup. I think Luis Suarez is going to come up big in the big games. But I think that there's a chance that Campana scores more goals than Suarez overall this season. I think he might even play a little more. But I went, I'm hoping that I'm wrong on that. Well, and I want to mention something be- before I get to commenting on that. Vice City Lucas is mentioning Taylor Hateki is going to break out again with the absence of Fadias. This is exactly what I'm hoping for. This Me is too, exactly but I don't think I'm it's going to happen. I don't, I, I, I don't think Taylor starts tomorrow. And then here we have, ah, uh, man, I missed this comment. Dude, this was a really good comment. Uh, Super califragilistic mentioning funny, everyone top score, Suarez. Everybody top disappointment, Suarez. <laughs> yes. Now, because you, you – Everybody yeah, – go ahead. Everybody, we brought him in to be that guy. So the expectations are high, but everybody finds it hard to believe that he can keep going that high with the way he runs, his knees, and all that other stuff. So it makes sense that he's the top for both of those. But now you mentioned that it would be disappointing to see Campana score more than Suarez. By yeah. City, Lucas wants to see a lineup of Suarez and Campana, which I want to see it badly as well. But is it really disappointing? I mean, we did invest money into Campana. Campana, at some point before Messi came on, he was supposed to be like the face after Iguain left. So, like, is it really a disappointment if, if, uh, yeah. If Campana starts scoring goals, I mean, I kind of because I, I, I get would think I, with the territory. No, I mean, I get that we got him for Messi, so it, then you can't say like we should have never got him. But at that point, yeah. it's like, so what the hell did we get him for? If Campana was able to do that or better, um, but again, like I said, in big games, I think Suarez is going to come up big. I can see him coming up big in a, a big situation, and um, and and that's what I'm going to give him. I, I think there's a chance that Campana, but. Regardless, I think Messi gets the most goals this season. I and think Raul, Messi ends the year uh, yeah. passing Iguain as the all-time goal scorer for the franchise and also the all-time assist leader for the franchise. And Raul, yes, Solana is definitely biting uh, his pillow while watching us compare Suarez to Campapi. And the, the Tank mentioned a comment here. Suarez was the guy on Gremio, and now he's the second or third player. I don't want to say he's the second or third player. Probably well, the second. Definitely the second, but I don't know about third. Yeah, I don't know about third. But listen, he's going to put balls in the back of the net. This is the, you know, I think I think he's going to do better than what a lot of people are giving him, you know, flack for. I mean, a lot of people are kind of giving him shit just because of this whole knee deal. All right. I'm going to ask you who's going to have the most assists. And I know what the top two answers are going to be. They're, they're almost obvious, right? But then yeah. I have... a. a so, who, who, I guess, okay, who is it? Who, who do you think is going to be number one? Oh, who I think is going to be number one is going to be Messi. Right. Okay. That's what I figured. And I number think, two I, would probably I, I, be Suarez, right? I, I would probably venture to say Suarez or yeah. maybe Busquets. I was going to say Jordi Alba. I think oh, Jordi Alba yes. is going to be second in the team in assists. The, the, as high as he plays, I think he's going to be. Um, I think he's going to be second in assists. I think he's going to be whipping them things in from the left side, catching a, a Messi out there. Uh, I mean, all 11 uh, scores a goal tomorrow. Uday Yakumar is saying that we're going to win the game, 11 to whatever the hell. Um, yeah. I mean, look, everybody else is mentioning Messi. You got Marasovic saying so Redondo. And Marasovic, I guess, Marasovic, you're picking Redondo, I think, for everything. Uh, but the thing is, Redondo... On this team right now, because I know he has the capability of being a box-to-box eight, 
And he, he does push the ball up. He does get a lot of vertical passes into the final third. So I do love that about Redondo. But I don't think that he's going to be uh, producing to that level where he's going to be leading the team in assists. Remember, we're talking about leading the team in assists. And I think that that's Messi all day. And then possibly Luis Suarez. And then Jordi Alba could be second or third. Um, Gressel would be nice, right? Because that's what he was doing in Atlanta. Uh, that's why he, he was dishing it into Joseph when Joseph was breaking that record. But um, I don't know. Gressel, Gressel uh, I don't expect much from Gressel. Well, and, and Lucas is mentioning that Toto's passing is amazing, at which he is. is. He's a really it good pra- passer for yeah. a center back. Ver- vertical and, passing, yes. And let me tell you, Kristoff is a pretty good passer as well. Kristoff, from what I saw, he was a pretty good passer, so... I mean, but we'll see. We'll see how the back line even even matches up. Peach is saying Craig Gressel couldn't pass a parcel. <laughs> That's All right. So next, who do you think is going to get the most cards? This is, this is uh, well, I, I would have said Gregory, Gregory but he's no longer sure. with us. Um, right. I, I, the next the next up in line for the card situation is going to be Toto. Toto's okay. a fucking going, a, a, a raptor back there. I hope not, because then he's going to be giving up a lot of uh, penalty kicks. Everybody I'll give is you who saying Toto. Nah, it's going to be Diego Gomez. Diego Gomez is a maniac when he's when he's defending. I think Diego Gomez is going to lead the team in in uh, in cards. I think he's going to. I think he might even miss a game or two because of a yellow card accumulation. I think Diego Gomez will lead the team, but it looks like everybody's saying Toto, which is the obvious, uh, maybe second choice. Because I think it's going to be Diego Gomez and David no, Ruiz. But... David Ruiz is also a pit. I love David Ruiz, man. Yes. That, that's ba- baby Sergio Ramos to me. I love David Ruiz. Well, and Aviles, like I said, he's just like a velociraptor back there. And he's clotheslining dudes with his legs all over the place. So I think that he's definitely going to be the, the first one in line with as many cards. I can't wait to come back to this episode at the end of the season. <laughs> that's going to be fun stuff. Well, I will tell you that I think a lot of people haven't brought it up, but one of our biggest weaknesses was our set-piece defense. And nobody's really talking about it, but we had surrendered a ridiculous amount of of set-piece goals last year. And, I mean, we didn't really see uh, too much of it in the preseason. The games didn't count. I don't know, but I'm worried that that still hasn't been fixed. As far as headed duels, I remember every week I would bring up the percentage, and we were last place of, of headed duels one. And unless Ferreira is winning, we don't really have anybody that wins headed duels. If Noah Allen's playing, he's not winning anything at center back. Yeah. Toto Aviles, like you said, he's a six-foot velociraptor, but he's not necessarily great at winning headed duels either. So uh, that's a worry of mine. If we're giving up a lot of fouls near or around the, the box, we, we, we could be in trouble. Look, the only goal that was scored on us was uh, in, in the League's Cup final was on an own goal off of a set piece. So, yeah. um, oh, and real quick, for those of you that didn't catch the Spanish show last night, we had Sebas Crackball join us. He's a Pumas fan. For those of you who don't know, that Freire is currently on loan to us from Pumas. Mm-hmm. And he told us the breakdown of Freire. And if you haven't watched it already... On top of the fact that he's already hurt, he said he is very, very poor with the ball at his feet, distributing the ball, and he has caused a lot of own goals or just errors where he tries to give it back to the goalie 
and it ends up going to either the striker or somebody else, and they end up scoring a goal. So he is really, really down on Freire to the point where it's kind of scary because if he is that poor distributing the ball and passing it back to the goalie, and the fact that Drake hasn't necessarily improved that much with the ball at his feet, that could be a cause for concern. So uh, just keep that in mind this season, that if Freire is out there and he's playing the ball back, he's going to have us clinching our assholes a little bit. And people are mentioning that Freire looks clumsy as hell, which he does. So that's mm-hmm. not going to be good on the defensive end. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up since we had him on the show yesterday and uh, he's seen him firsthand because he is a Pumas fan. So yeah. uh, so I thought it was really cool to hear his take and it wasn't good. And if you speak Spanish or you understand it, you want to check it out, go ahead. Uh, batter Herons in Espanol. And uh, yeah, he broke it down for us. All right. Uh, so we said most cards. A lot of people think Toto. I think Diego, uh, Diego Gomez and then David Ruiz was the third name that was being floated around there. Yeah. All right. Now here. How many games, give me Messi, Luis Suarez, I don't really care about Busquets and Jordi Alba because I think they're workhorses. I think they play much more than Luis Suarez and Messi. So how many games do you think Messi plays this season and how many games do you think Luis Suarez plays this season? And let's put it at, uh, let's see, let's put it at that they play, um, I don't know, let's say 50, let's say 55, 56 games. I would say that Luis Suarez is going to play less games than Messi. I'd give okay. Messi somewhere between 35 to maybe 40. And okay. then I'd give I'd give uh I'd give Suarez maybe somewhere between 30 to 35. I think that he's going to play more than 30 games. Uh, and other I would are the same thing. More or Nikhil, less. I would flip what he said and I would go Messi 40 Suarez 30. Yeah. And because Messi's going to miss how many games? Because just based, just going just off of Copa America, let's put up the calendar. Just off of Copa America, he is, could you take that, that uh, comment down? He oh is going to miss, um, let's see, he'll miss June 15th against the Union, June 19th against Columbus, June 29th against Nashville, July 3rd against Charlotte, um, Cincinnati, July 6th. And I think that would be it. No. And he would miss the quarterfinal of the U.S. Open Cup if we make it. But we're not even going to count that. And then July 17th against Toronto, he might not play in that either. So he's going to miss at least six games if he makes it far in the Copa America. And that's aside from any injuries or international breaks. So that's already six games gone. I think that he plays 40 to 45 games. I could see that. And guys, if you don't believe that, just look at what Super Califragilistic is mentioning. Thumbs up, or Tata Martino is going to appear in your dreams, and then not allow <laughs> Messi to play more than thirty games. Okay, yeah, and that's going to be yeah, your nightmare. Uh, yes, and, and people uh, are mentioning Mar- sort of the same range. So I could. And see that. said Messi will not play in the Olympics. I don't think anybody believes he's playing the in the Olympics. I think it's just like a a cute little conversation people wanted to have, but. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's gonna play. And Chris had a great point. If if Gomez looked, it was the MVP playing against kids in diapers. What is Messi gonna do out there? So yeah, I don't think that's exactly. happening. Yeah. Um, what would you consider a successful season, Chris? And again, this is something that we mentioned in the in the Espanol uh, podcast yesterday. For me, a successful season would be winning at least two trophies. Right. One of them has to be. 
the CCC. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I mean, I'll take the League's Cup. It doesn't have to be MLS Cup. Cause we could we could we could run we could run it back next year. But I mean MLS Cup would be sweet, adding a little star to the to to the kit. You know what I'm saying? That'd be nice. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Wait, would it be right here? Would they put the star right yeah. here? That's in the middle, so like a weirdo. No way, yeah. dude. Yeah, that would be weird. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think it needs to be two. And people are like, oh, you know, Champions Cup. If we win that, we're good. I disagree. Champions Cup should be the priority, 100%. But you need yeah. to take into consideration the way these things are spread out. Champions Cup, we're prioritizing it already. I'm 100% sure there's going to be heavy rotation in that Orlando game because we're going to try to make sure we're ready for March 6th, which is the following Wednesday, and so on and so forth. We're going to prioritize that. It ends on June 2nd. So if hypothetically we make it to the final and win that, you have, what, June 2nd, you have, what, like four or five months to go ahead and prepare for the MLS playoffs. One doesn't interfere with the other. Like, you have plenty of time to get right for the playoffs. There's no reason why you shouldn't expect at least, at least two trophies. If Champions Cup is, is one, you should hopefully get at least League's Cup or MLS Cup. And I get it. It's not easy to win these tournaments, 100%. But with the players we have, I don't see why that wouldn't be the expectation. This this is a good question by by Asif. Which competition is least priority? I would say U.S. Open Cup. The U.S. Open Cup, absolutely. absolutely. And if you, well, do you consider the Supporter Shield a trophy? Because if you do, then the Supporter Shield. Because I, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to prioritize being the number one team in the league at all this season. You, you think that the Supporter Shield holds less weight than the U.S. Open Cup? Especially yeah. now that they're saying that the MLS two teams are going to be playing, like or the backups. Yes. yes. The supporter shield is a joke in the MLS. And then a- AZ Rebellion is saying two trophies or at least one. I have a question for you, AZ. What is the one that you'd want? Well, if I, you if, say Champions Cup. Yeah, if you had to pick one, which one are you good with us winning, walking away with? And other people are mentioning Open Cup. Supporter shield, it's a plate. Uh, and and Lutral was asking if 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 the supporter shield qualifies you for anything, yeah, it actually qualifies you for Champions Cup. So, uh, that is one of the bids, but um, I mean, I don't know, I don't take that thing too serious because of our playoff system. Nobody really takes the uh, the supporter shield too serious, so um, no, I, I don't think that uh, I think Champions Cup is a priority, but that shouldn't change the fact that you're still trying to win the League's Cup and the MLS Cup. So priority could be Champions Cup all you want. That's fine. But June 2nd, it's over. All right, now let's focus in on winning more. Because somebody was saying yesterday on the show, I forgot who it was, on the Spanish show, they were like, you win Champions Cup, it doesn't matter what else happens the rest of the year. I'm sorry. June 2nd is way too early in the year to give up on the rest of the year. Like, I still want to see winning football. I still want to see us competing in League's Cup. I still want to, if we're in the Open Cup, F it. Do as best as you can in there. MLS Cup, you better make the playoffs. You better make a deep run. Like, don't tell me that we win Champions Cup and then we snooze the rest of the way because we're just satisfied with making it to the World Cup, uh, the Club World Cup next year. Like, hell no. No, I'm here. I paid a lot of money for these season tickets. You better be giving me a winning product week in and week out. Well, and AMH is literally speaking into existence our worst nightmare. Not winning any trophy would be a disaster wholeheartedly agree that would be 
a phenomenal disaster. And Lucho Lalo is agreeing with you as well. If we don't win anything, it's going to be awful. That's the bandito. I say that you hook us up with something like that. Yeah, Much appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> or you know what, Esteban? Why don't you pay $98 for the greatest episode of Battered Heron's history, episode 98. Guys, check that out. All right, so we've come to just about the end. I can't think of anything else that we wanted to cover. If anybody in the chat can, can think of anything that you want to kind of cover about. Oh, I got one. I got one. You ready? Yeah. Two years ago, I, I don't got the number for last season. If anybody does, please let us know. Two years ago, we had 17 regular season home games. 17. Eight of those had a rain delay. I don't know how many we had last year, but we had quite a few. Even the, the stupid uh, presentation with the Messi when I had my rain, my, my rain rant when I went crazy on here. So we're known for rain delays. How many rain delays this season over under six and a half well i mean i think that at some point we're all just going to be floating in the ocean because florida is no longer going to exist in like two years so (laughs) i i believe that we're going to have at least nine i think we're going to have more than nine i think we're going to have nine rain delays yep hold on i put put the i put the over under a six and a half everybody everybody's picking the over I mean, Nikhil is mentioning 20. Not <laughs> we even... have 17 home games, and we're going to get the late for 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's over. Everybody's over. Everyone's over. going over six and a half. Uh, maybe six and a half was too high. Maybe it's just at five and a half. But all right, yeah. six and a half. Everybody's going the over six and a half. I, I'm going to go with and rain six, delays. Uh, I'm going to go 10. I'm going to go with six. I'm hoping, fingers crossed for a decent year this year. Only six, and hopefully. None of them are on a Wednesday because those are the most brutal. When I make it out on a Wednesday, like tomorrow night, and there's a rain delay, it's like, oh, those are the worst by far. And it's cold. So it's going to be even worse tomorrow if there's rain. Now, Alpha is mentioning an awesome comment here over and more fridge incidents. I just, (laughs) listen, I want to speak directly to you guys in the chat right now. If you guys witness a fridge annihilating another person, please do us a favor, run after that person and get their information so we could talk to them. (laughs) We don't want any more anonymous fridge guys. We want to actually know who they are. A real, a real guy. Yeah. All right. So I I guess we'll, nobody uh, had any more uh, topics. So I guess we'll just go with the grand finale. No Gus, rain Gus tomorrow. Is mentioning no rain tomorrow. Fingers crossed, my friend. Hopefully. I really hope so. All right, Chris. So here it is. Predictions for the Herons. Give me. Where do you think we're going to end in the Eastern Conference as far as standings goes? How many trophies do you think we win if we win any? And um, and I guess that that's basically it when it comes to uh, to predictions. So tell me, what do you think is the prediction? What is your prediction? For tomorrow or for the whole season? The whole season. We already predi- we already did the preview so, yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'd say for the whole season, I think that we're gonna sit at the top of the standings. Okay. I think we're I think we're gonna be at least in third or fourth place. I don't 30, think that fourth, we're gonna be okay. in the top top. I feel okay. like the top is gonna be held by like, I don't know, Philly. Orlando's or, gonna be up there, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to be up there, but I don't think they're going to be number one. I feel like Philly is going to like hold that consistently. Mm, no, since he's um, going to be up there again, 
Columbus. Columbus, yeah. I, I mean, listen, let me tell you, getting in the top four is going to be tough. No, they used, to, but, they used to stack this year. Yeah, I think that, uh, whoa, Esteban is saying Eastern Conference standing seventh position. Oof. That's, that, gets it, that gets us in the playoffs, Esteban. I'm okay with it. Oof. oof, that's brutal. That's brutal. I don't know about that, man. Well, and then Seven? Cincinnati lost Barreal today, actually, uh, which is a big loss when we had Justin Blair on here a couple weeks ago. He was telling us that that would be a big loss if it happened, and it happened. So that's a big loss for them. AZ's mentioning he doesn't know about Philly, but that's every year you don't know about Philly. Mm-hmm. And Philly just end up coming out with this, like, a team that's just playing with such great cohesiveness. So thank you. No, I, I thank you. Thank you. This is guys. We have Messi. It's Olivia like Kumar with the drop. People forget the greatness that we have on our squad, but, but they're going to remember tomorrow. So you said third or fourth place in the East. And yeah. um, do we win any trophies? I think we're going to win two. I think, like I said, we're going to win the, the the Champions Cup, and I feel like we're going to win, if anything, we'll repeat in the League's Cup. At least that's going to be tough, man. Yeah, it is. La- last, last year, they put Messi out there like every three days for like 90 minutes because yeah. like he had just debuted, and they just milked the hell out of him. I don't think they do that again. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't know. If, I would love to see a repeat at League's Cup, but... I don't know that magic, that magical month last year, man. I don't think I'm ever gonna experience something as fun as that again as a as a sports fan. That was that was awesome. Well, and Esteban Dito mentioned here it's gonna be brutal. Season ticket holders should be ready for it to be smoke and mirrors glorified season most are dreaming of. I don't, I'm not I'm not anticipating that we're gonna win every single trophy. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, we're all humans still here. You know what I mean? Like, Messi's messy, but you know we still have to play through a tough schedule. So I I think two trophies is acceptable. Uh, I look I like, I keep thinking mentioning. again and and remember we didn't lose when Messi was starting. Like yeah. that isn't that isn't hyperbole. Like legit, when he played, we won. It's like everybody drank that magic uh, juice that messy juice and everybody got like it's like energized the team it energized the stadium at home like yeah i'm sorry if messi's on the pitch i don't concede defeat to absolutely anybody i think we have a chance to beat anybody in the mls so uh i i feel confident uh that we will do well uh let's see asif again shout out and appreciate you we finished seventh losing the playoffs lose to nashville and ccc zero oh my god Asif, what the fuck? <laughs> Asif's literally dr- dropped five bucks to just cause doom and disaster. Much appreciated, Asif, for sure. But zero Why, trophies. You don't see us negativity? winning one. You don't see us winning one. Not even the U.S. Open Cup. He doesn't see us getting out of the the second round of the CCC, which is our first opponent against Nashville. Wow. All right. Well, Asif, are you a Messi fan by any chance? I'm just curious. Just curious. Um. Well, you said two trophies, you said, right? You said League's Cup and I Champions Cup. Yes, okay. Yes. I think we end fifth in the East. I think we're going to end up fifth in the East. We're not going to end – well, we'll get one technically one home playoff game because of that 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 three – best of three thing. I don't know. Um, but I think we end up fifth. I think that we do win Champions Cup, which is not going to be easy. But I'm being optimistic. Because I do think the quality 
of Messi, Suarez, Busquets, Alba, Redondo, Diego Gomez, if he finally gets his shit together like we want him to. Like, I think that this team has enough to compete because, le- look, le- let's not get it twisted. We're not competing against Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester City. Uh, we're not yeah. competing against these teams. We're competing against the best teams in Mexico. Like, that, that's the competition right there. The best teams in MLS and the best teams in Mexico. And I'm sorry, you put Messi, Busquets, and all this roster, and you match it 1v1. Our roster against any other roster here in North America, I'm sorry. You cannot tell me that we don't have a chance to win every single one of those games if everybody's healthy. So 100%, I do think that we can win Champions Cup. I expect us to win Champions Cup, and that's the first title. That's June 2nd. After June 2nd, we refocus. We let Messi do his Copa America thing. Luis Suarez, if he gets invited, go do your thing over there. Diego Gomez, Olympic, whatever. That's fine. Then we readjust. I don't think Leeds Cup's going to happen this year for us, but I do think we make the MLS Cup, and I think we make a run, and we get that first star. I'm saying Champions Cup and MLS Cup this season. It's going to be one of the most magical seasons in franchise history, and I'm here for it, and I can't wait to revisit this episode in late December after we are raising the MLS Cup and celebrating the birth to a World Cup uh, for the clubs next year. You're dropping bombs. And and all and all and all while Vasilev breaks his wrist. I mean, I, I'm gonna have to look that up if that's actually true. Did he break his wrist? That's what. what oh, did he? I thought he was joking. Oh, that was like a serious thing. He no, that's it? like a serious thing. Like, the, oh no, it, I, don't to, I don't want him to seriously get hurt. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen. And Gus everybody's said with you. The top teams in Mexico are tough. 100, percent they're tough. I get it, but. Do any of them have the quality of Messi, Suarez, Busquets, Alba, Redondo, Diego Gomez? Like, I get it. I get it. They have good teams. But we have the greatest player of all time. And we have some of the greatest players of this century. So Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not going to count this out. I don't care who the hell it is. Now, if you tell me we're playing against like a Manchester City, then okay, I'll, I'll, I'll concede. But in North America, I'm sorry. Nobody. I'm not conceding to absolutely anybody. Hmm. Oh man, I, I don't. Oh, think, I don't think so either. That sucks. Yeah. yeah so, I, I get it. Champions Cup, but look, Seattle won it. Toronto won it. It's not like it hasn't happened. I get it. Mexico dominates it. Whatever. But it's not like it's never happened. And Seattle didn't have our players. Toronto didn't have our players. Toronto had what? Uh, uh, Jovenko. I forgot his name. Jovenko. Houston lost their uh, their starting striker. Uh, well, we're not gonna get into all this. Uh, this is a, a preview show. Uh, so anything else that you want to touch on, Chris, for the season coming up before we get out of here? Uh, nah, man. I think that we covered basically everything that we can think of. Um, I think that this is going to be a fantastic season. Finally, we can be able to see all of the bunch playing together for a full season. It's going to be an exciting season for sure. And I think that uh, a lot of you guys are going to have more fun than you anticipate and it's going to be a fucking blast so get on and get on with it uh, and, and my my thought it what toronto was not the team that won it was seattle seattle won it and i believe it was uh was it washington that won it in the 90s uh the galaxy won it in 2000 and dc united yeah. won it in 98 so three american teams have won it seattle won it in 2022 and uh and i think we could also win it uh this year but those were our predictions. Uh, how many goals 
will go past Drake this year? I mean, it depends uh, what kind of defense are we looking at in a couple right. of weeks. Look, get, put some respect on Drake's name. Drake faced the most shots last season, I think, by far. Spider-Man. By far. And he didn't give up the most goals last year. So I think Drake was our MVP last year. Um, I, I think that's about it. I, I can't think of anything else that we're going to cover. Uh, any final thoughts for the season, Chris? We're going to be out there in less than 24 hours. Oh, man, I can't wait, dude. I am itching. Itching, dude. I can't wait to be out there. It's going to be fucking great. Yeah, man. We look forward to it. And if we see you guys out there, you know, come by, say what's up. I've had some people say what's up to me. And, like, I know you guys by name. But that picture that shows up on this side is really, really small. So I don't recognize you by face. So if you could just tell me what your name is, that'd be awesome. Yes. Uh, and uh, super califragilistic. Uh, he's letting you guys know. Join us on Discord. Check us out. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make it as interactive as possible, get everybody involved in the community. It's really cool. I, uh, I for one, was never big into Discord, but then uh, throughout time, especially with, like, the other po- Inter-Miami podcasts and stuff, we were able to kind of gel with them and, and, and see how the whole thing is about. Vice City Lucas as well has his own, uh, you know, uh, Discord. So, you know, shout out. Let's Let's try to make this thing a big community, get everybody involved, you know, I think it's phenomenal what's happening, not just, you know, with us here in, in, in Miami, but in, in the MLS with Messi fans, you know, there's a lot of cohesiveness with the community. So let's let's keep that rocking, you know. And if you if you haven't joined the Discord already, I just put the, the link in the chat. So go ahead, just click on it, join, and uh, we'll be talking. And uh, Asif just asked, uh, Ivan Cordova or Mario Yepes, I just want to say, si fue gol de Yepes. For all you Colombians out there, you know what I'm talking about. All right, uh, Chris, I, you gave me your final thoughts already. All right, yes. uh, again, we hope that you guys continue to join us. We'll be here for the post game tomorrow night. Uh, again, Chris is going to be waving at the players as they walk away from him, and I'll be driving home. So we should be on here about an hour, maybe a little more than an hour after the game is over. Uh, so, but we will be here for the post game because we do drive and live very far from the stadium. So hopefully, you join us for that. We'll revisit this episode. At some point in December, hopefully, when the season's over. So if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five-star comment, review, all that other good stuff. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Uh, And for those of you in the chat, as always, you guys are by far the best part of this show. We appreciate the love, and we appreciate everybody that joined in with the Super Chat. Uh, Asif, shout-out to you. We really appreciate the support. We are... this is like a sec. It's become like a second job, so it does yes. take a lot of time yes. and all that stuff. So that is much appreciated, uh, because unfortunately, there's a lot more to go that goes into this than just like the hour that we spend on here. It's it's a, it's a whole process. But again, we appreciate the support, and um, we'll catch you guys tomorrow night. So until the next one, have a good one.